and we are live. Welcome back to MicroConf On Air. Every other Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, we live stream for 30 minutes and we cover topics related to building and growing ambitious SaaS startups that bring us freedom and purpose and allow us to maintain healthy relationships. We don't ask for permission to start companies. We build and ship real products that sell to real customers who pay us real money. The first live stream of the new year. I'm stoked to be here. I, uh, I, I'm glad that you're joining us. We are going to be talking all things MicroConf today. We're going to be talking about the MicroConf Accountability Challenge. We are going to talk about our MicroConf Connect community survey that we ran in December, as well as talk through some things that we're looking at doing in 2022. It's uh, the first live stream of the new year, and um, I'm excited to be here. And with that, I'm going to welcome my guest, the MicroConf Community Manager, Jessica Malnick. Welcome, Jessica. Hello. Hi, thanks for having me. Indeed. And where are you calling in from? I am calling from Denver, Colorado. Denver. And I'm in uh, Minneapolis, so we have two snowy places. Although I bet it's colder here than it is where you are. What's your feels like right now? It is feels like minus six where I am. And that's ooh, yeah, and it's snowing. Definitely. Did I beat you? Line. Yeah. yeah. I'm in Minneapolis. Yeah, I'm in Minneapolis. We usually win that one. So, well, cool. I, I want to um, kick off with this MicroConf Connect community survey. Or should we, you want to start with the accountability challenge? Let's, let's start with that. Um, we are doing our first ever MicroConf accountability challenge throughout January. And do you want to talk folks through what that looks like? Yeah, absolutely. So the idea behind this is new year, it's 2022. You probably have a lot of the a lot of goals that you're trying to set for the year ahead. And it's really, really easy, whether you kind of do new year's resolutions or just setting goals for business um, and personal and like your personal life and whatever that might be. But for just for part of this, mostly business sort of things, but it's really just have this really big goal, have a whole bunch of momentum early on and then kind of fizzle out when it's February, March or April. Um, and the idea behind this accountability challenge is the best way to kind of make um, to make strides and actually hit your goals is to kind of break it into really small, tiny tasks that you can do within five minutes or 15 minutes or 45 minutes or an hour um, every day um, and kind of break apart that part your um, goal into like 52 or more different tiny tasks to kind of make them have a lot of momentum. And a lot of this is graph of like, you know, the book, The At Atomic Habits by James Blair, really awesome book, by the way. So as an example of that, Let's say your goal is to reduce turn for your SaaS app by 10%. So a really good example of how you can kind of, that's a massive goal in and of itself. We're not going to do that in a week or a month or even a quarter. So like one way you can kind of take that into tiny tasks would be, okay, well, the first week I might draft up an NPS survey. Um, and the second week, I'm going to send that out and I'm going to start reviewing. And then maybe that third week, I'm going to review the results. So that's kind of the idea behind this challenge is like it's taking the month of January and kind of mapping out what are the first four things you can do to kind of get you build up that habit in the momentum so that you can kind of actually hit your goal by the end of the year. Awesome. And yeah, there's a nice example that producer Xander uh, pulled from the MicroConf Connect Slack, which is where you want to go if you want to be part of this challenge. We'll also be tweeting things out and such, but uh, Connect is going to be where it, where it lives. Um, someone chimed in and said, I'm down for the accountability challenge. My goal is to launch two SaaS apps by February 1st 
And then he or she has a, a week by week breakdown. Week one, January 1st through 8th, wrap up V0 of app one, it's 90% done. And then week two, wrap up V0 of app two, it is also 90% done. Find at least, and week three, find at least three marketing, uh, valuable marketing channels for each app and so on. Uh, there's another goal, wake up at 6 a.m. every day for the rest of the month. Um, that's an awesome goal. I would never, I would never tackle that. My, I would fail the first day. Uh, another person said my goal is to launch my new app in January. And my weekly goals are week one, complete testing of the MVP week two, complete the marketing site week three, final end to end testing and a week four launch. And so this is, uh, it's a weekly thing, right? It's like once a week on Mondays, someone should share something they want to accomplish that week. Is that the idea? Yeah, absolutely. That would be the idea. If somebody is a little bit more ambitious, you can share all of the things that like one thing you for every single one thing a week for the entire month at once, or you can do it this week by week. Um, and really the idea behind this is like leveraging the power of the community to kind of when you're starting your goals from the community, um, A, like you're gonna be way more likely to actually hit that goal because people are gonna ask you about it potentially. Right. And two, when you do actually accomplish that tiny task, share it in the tiny wins channel within Slack. Um, so that everyone in the community can celebrate with you. Yep. Yeah. And that's it, right? So it's both the accountability of kind of making a public commitment, but also the public celebration or the shared wins that we can have. And if folks want to tweet about it as well, if they want to say, hey, I'm part of the MicroConf, you know, accountability challenge, is it just is hashtag MicroConf? Yeah, absolutely. I wanted right. to say something like really clever where it's like, you know, some sort of clever acronym, but that... Accountability talent is kind of a mouthful and a lot. MCAC, of yeah, yeah, no doubt. Cool, and we will be calling those out. Also, probably you know, retweeting and and you know, uh, sharing stuff on Twitter ourselves, as well as uh, in our email news- newsletter. It goes out to several thousand folks uh, in the connect, era, you know, um, in the connect list that we will be highlighting some of those. So, I'm pumped up for this. I'm excited. Are you? Did you post something? Did you post uh, your your thing for this week? I, I have not yet, mine. but I will yeah. definitely do that after um, I get off the live stream. Yep. I need to figure out what my what my one thing is for the week as well. Awesome. So that's the accountability challenge. The other thing I want to talk about is you just ran a MicroConf Connect community survey to find out folks, you know, how they feel about Connect, uh, re- kind of requested offerings or requested features, Um find out where people, you know, sit in terms of where their businesses are, all that kind of stuff. So uh, maybe we'll start with what were the top five requested features or offerings? Yeah, absolutely. Um, The first one was no surprise whatsoever, which was the ability to search and see historical posts, which is actually already in the works. Um, And I'm sure we'll get to that later on in this episode. Um, In addition, in-person meetups and like small in-person meetups within cities would be number two. Um, Community guides, playbooks, templates that are very much community-driven, actionable strategies, both for very early stage and later stage companies um, was the third one. The fourth one was um, kind of AMAs like this, as well as text-based AMAs um, with startup founders. Um, And the fifth and the sixth most top features were um, member profiles um, and some sort of software or service provider directory. So AKA member profiles being being able to better see who's actually in the community to be able to message folks directly um, and member and kind of the software and service provider directories 
kind of aggregating, you know, what are the apps and or like agencies that, you know, you might need for whatever you're looking to do. Right. Cool. So let's dig into a couple of those. So the C and search ultra posts, obviously Slack on the free plan has a limit of 10,000 posts. If we were to start paying for Slack, it would be $7,000 a month or some insane number. And so um, you've been working on, we've mentioned, we've hinted about it and then we have mentioned it as well, but uh, you've been working on a wiki. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the first thing with this wiki is basically being able to kind of fulfill this thing, which is being able to search and find some in like the most, the top threads within Slack of all time and not just, you know, the things from the last couple of months. Um, and as part of that, it's coming further, pretty further along. And one of the things that I'd love to get help from within the community is the ability to um, get, you know, a handful um, to even a couple dozen members to kind of come in and a beta test this wiki as well as help kind of curate some of the archival content. So if you're watching this, yeah. reach out to Jessica and MicroConf Connect Slack. You can DM her and uh, volunteer for that. Speaking of that, if you're watching this live, feel free to send any questions uh, you want into the MicroConf on air channel and connect, or if you're watching on YouTube, I believe there's a chat there and that producer Xander is monitoring. Okay. So another thing you had mentioned was these small in-person meetups in cities around the world. And producer Xander and I have been talking about that for years about whether we launch meetups because it's kind of a natural, you know, it's a natural thing. There's, uh, there's obviously a lot of um, meetups happening already. Like I go to meetup.com and I see local founder meetups and such, but having microconf branded ones, I think could, it could be interesting. It's a natural extension. What we're doing in the show, we're not, Plan, we don't have current plans to implement that immediately, right? That's not something that we've been batting around for two, three years. But we that is one of the reasons we started doing the MicroConf locals is that we are doing nine, I believe. We were going to do 10 locals, but we had one in January in San Jose uh, that we were going to do in Omicron. It's just not going to it's not going to cooperate with us trying to sell tickets. We'd basically be selling tickets right now for that. And the, and the sentiment is just not not there. So we have nine locals planned. We'll be going to um, you know all kinds of cities it's not the same as like a recurring meetup. I get it. But I think that's the near term um, kind of play to to try to get microconf to more people because that was one of the results, right? Was that like in Connect, it was something like two thirds of the respondents had have never been to an in-person microconf event. That's pretty crazy. So, I mean, it's expect it's to be expected, right? It's like in person is a big, there's a lot of friction, a lot of friction to go in person, you know, and that is one of the reasons why we did want to start the locals is to bring them to you. And if we can figure out, I think for meetups for me is I don't want to just do the same, like you can go to, you know, Indie Hackers has meetups and you can go to meetup.com. Like there are other meetups if you want to go to them. So what, what would be different about the MicroConf meetups? And that's what I would want to sit down and strategize because when we launched this live stream, we wanted to do it differently than other live streams. When we launched in-person events, we wanted them to be different. When we launched Connect, we wanted it to be different. Like, there's no reason to do that same thing as other people are doing. And I want differentiation. I want some novelty in order to, because I wanted to be the best, right? I wanted to be better than other options. That's really it. So that was one. Um, the AMAs with Startup Founders is kind of how I think of these live streams, you know? Um, oh yeah, ask the audience, uh, what would you like to see from a microconf meetup? Drop it in the comments because we are all ears if there are some specific things that you like or dislike about other meetups um, you've been to. We'd love to hear you weigh in. 
In terms of AMAs, I've always thought of these as AMAs in essence, because I'm asking questions just to keep it entertaining while the audience gets their chance to ask questions. So it is an ask me anything with a founder. But um, I believe the AMAs, the way you're talking about them, are more written, right? So that they're more um, kind of consumable in other time zones and that they have more of a permanent record than a video. Yeah, absolutely. And I hate to use the example of Reddit, but like that's what kind of has become the de facto standard for that sort of thing. And one of the advantage, like AMAs like this are super, super useful, but also there are time zones. <laughs> and, you know, I think if you go, if you're a startup founder in Australia, I think it's like 3 a.m. right now. Right. Not always feasible. So some of these having AMAs that are both live streams as well as written ones that someone can kind of consume at their own leisure and or having written AMAs that are changing up the time times when they are so that, you know, people in additional, you know, regions can still participate um, at times that are not the middle of the night their time. Right. They can get questions in in advance and then they, they answer them all. Yeah. So uh, similarly, I'm fine. I'm all for doing AMAs. I want to make sure that I think it's the engagement that I would want to look at. And because we have, frankly, we have infinity founders that we could do AMAs with, right? We could go to all the connect people and say volunteer. We could go to everyone in tiny seed. We could go to the startups, the rest of us audience. Like I can fill a AMA funnel for years. If we did weekly AMAs, I could fill, we could fill it for years. The question is, are people going to, is it worth doing, right? We have, you know, finite resources like any company, like any startup. And so, um, I would want to, if we decide to do this, I'd want to do it as an experiment. How, you know, A, how will it be different? I don't know if it needs to be different than others, but if there's enough engagement to keep going, then we do it. And if not, you know, maybe that's something that we, that we uh, view as an experiment. Service provider directory. And that was something that we had been kind of cooking up. Oh, producer Xander has a question. Who has asked the audience, who are some guests you'd like to see participate in an AMA or microconf on air for that matter? that you want to engage with. The service provider directory is something we've been talking about internally. And you know, you had said both apps themselves, the built by connect members, as well as, you know, freelancers or certain, you know, kind of more service providers. Um, and that's been all that's already on the roadmap, right? That was something we were looking at to do in 2022 anyways. Yeah, absolutely. As part of actually, as part of this wiki, um, there's already kind of the framework in place. It's not that is upcoming where kind of a follow on feature is adding in the ability to have um, kind of apps as well as service providers. So for example, one thing that came up a bunch within the survey was, hey, I'm looking and what comes up in the community as well as I'm looking for a tax accountant in the UK or I'm looking for a lawyer to review um, an employee contract. And wouldn't it be great to have a resource of like vetted curated lawyers or vetted curated, you know, specific, you know, apps that you can actually go to and be like, hey, these are, you know, vetted by the community. Right. And then the last one was detailed guides, playbooks, templates, community driven business strategies and tactics, whether early and later stage. Um, with that, have you seen, have you ever seen that work? Because I think I would love in a perfect world, that sounds amazing. Like all the community contributing and like building all this stuff out. My the skeptic in me says that people who are um, people, Ooh, that's a good comment from startup man. He says, it's not guests I'm looking for. It's topics for me. So that's cool. So startup man, if you can toss in some topics or anyone, feel free, toss in the topics you want to hear about. Cause you can toss in almost any topic and we can find that 
person who knows a lot about it, right? Or multiple people. But as I was saying, my, my concern is that the people who are executing and are doing well and really know these things are too busy or are too, you know, they, their priority is not to go and, and edit a community version of a template or a blah, blah, blah. It's to execute on their business and grow it, right? And so I think that's my concern is will the people contributing um, be the ones who have like the great knowledge or will these things, will we get a bunch of early contributions and then it kind of maybe dies off in a way that they become stale. And I don't know, again, I'm always, I have a skeptical side, right? Just as a, as a software developer thinking, oh, well, what could go wrong here? So have you, have you worked on something like this before and seen it work or heard, or even just heard of something like this working? Um, that's a really, really great point. And I definitely share the same sort of concern that like, obviously the people who are the most, uh, most cases, the people who are the most knowledgeable on the topic are so busy actually executing on it um, and or in some cases don't necessarily want to share what's working um, because it's still working. Yep. They don't want everyone to copycat them. That's right. Um, one of the things that I have seen that has worked in the past and that I'm in terms of examples and I'll keep it vague is being able to do like interviews. So maybe if someone's really busy, but they're kind of willing to participate is like being willing to like make it low friction, whether it's like asynchronous interviews using something like a loom and embedding that directly into the community. So, Hey, this is, you know, you know, I answer like one or two questions or whatever, and kind of aggregate it that way. Um, and in different formats has been one way that can work. Is that what you were thinking of or is there additional? Oh, I was imagining it being written. Yeah. I was imagining these being written guides because anytime I find any time I do audio or video, it's instant. Well, do you have a transcript? Cause I don't want to listen to that, you know? So having looms, I think, and you can obviously have those transcribed as well. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's an interesting, certainly a low, fr lower friction way to do it because I can ask a lot of folks, you know, I can ask my friends who are just SEO amazing, you know, amazing at SEO. They're not going to sit down and write a 3000 word guide, but they might record a five to 10 minute loom, right. With like a covering a topic. So I do think that's, that's a clever hack. All right. Any other, so those are the top five requested features. Any other surprises for you or things you want to call out um, from the survey? Otherwise I'm going to, I have kind of a list of things that we're doing in 2022 for microconf, but I'm curious if anything struck you. Those were the main ones that I had. I'd be curious to hear more of your feedback. Yeah. I mean, like we asked folks, when did you join microconf connect? And you know, the two thirds of people had, had been there. Yeah, the community for at least a year. So it's that, which is kind of cool. Cause that means if you have, a, I've had communities before where it's a constant influx of new people and it, it feels like there's a lot of entrepreneurs and people aren't invested in it. And so to have two thirds be that, the anchor, you know, the, the capstone, not even capstone. What is it? Like the, the foundation, I guess is the way I think about it. It's the same reason I think the microconf growth in person events have always done so well is our return, our retention from one year to the next usually was 60, 70%. And what that means is that these relationships build and you can have 20% or 30% new people at an event and have it be okay. But if you have 70 or 80% new people, then no one knows each other and it has a very different feel. And so I, I liked that. Um, how often do you visit the MicroConf Connect Slack community? And 26% of people said daily, and 27% said a couple times a week. So that was more than half are basically in it uh, fairly frequently. And then how long have you been in business? This was kind of interesting. So 
more than 10 years, 17%. And let's see, six to 10 was 20%, and three to five was 15. So, you know, you're looking at 50% three years and up, which again is something that's always been unique about the microconf community is it's, there are some communities you'll go in and, and 80% would say, I haven't launched a business yet. And that's just not how we've been. Now, some of our, our starter events, I mean, we do cater some of it, you know, stuff to, to earlier stage folks. We've always been careful to do that. But um, having that balance of folks who who have shipped and who are growing versus just folks who are in the early stage, I, I think is a really um, valuable piece. I think that's it for me. If you don't have any other thoughts on the survey. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right. So let's talk a little bit about 2022 for microconf uh as a whole obviously microconf connect oh question i missed the question um for the accountability challenge where do we post our goals what channel in connect awesome for the great question for the very first one if you want to just post it in the thread within microconf announcements that would be amazing and then after this one the next one will go live on monday um, in the hallway track. And then once you complete your um, goal with your task for that week, share it in the Tiny Wins channel. So for the very first one, just leave a reply within the announcements channel um, in that thread. And then afterwards, it will be posted in the hallway track and then the Tiny Wins channel. Excellent. Well, Jessica, thanks so much for coming on. I'm going to let you go. And then I'm going to talk yeah. more about other microconf stuff on my own. So thanks for joining us again. Sounds great. All right. Yeah, so uh, MicroConf 2022 plans. I don't know how much, I don't know that any of this will come as a shock, but um, obviously we're continuing to do MicroConf Connect, um, you know, because we know that both with COVID, but also just with, you know, with the, the world and trying to get out and do things, um, we know that we need an online home as much as we need, you know, the in-person uh, impact. Obviously, MicroConf started as in-person events, and it is much, much more than that now. And so continuing to double down on Connect, that's we brought Jessica on, I think it was maybe three, four months ago as a community manager because, you know, to essentially focus on it mostly full-time because Xander and I have just always done this stuff on the side, and we know that it, you know, Connect and our online efforts need need more than that. The MicroConf podcast, you should check it out if you haven't, microconfpodcast.com, or just type in MicroConf into any podcatcher or Spotify. And what we do is some weeks we have um, some weeks we have refresh episodes where we take some of the best microconf talks, the in-person event talks, we pull the audio from them. I do an intro to set context. And then you can just listen to them at your leisure. I actually listen to a lot of these talks to some of the my favorite talks just to refresh my memory of them. Uh, and then other weeks we uh, have the microconf on-air live stream. And we pull the audio from this in case you miss it. So it's a nice way to to again asynchronously be able to pick and choose and you know listen through content that that microconf's putting out we had i'm trying to think if we have or had 15 events planned two of those are remote microconf remote two of those are kind of fingers crossed cuz they're in they might be tough to do this year given covid and then as i said we had one in january that we have either postponed slash canceled i don't know yet it was going to be in california so 15 events 13 of those in person which is the most we've ever planned for a year 
uh, producer Xander is going to be running like Mario on this one. So it'll, it'll be fun. I hope to see we're, we're going to, we need to do an announcement of the cities, um, soon. I think we don't want to get ahead of ourselves given COVID. It's like, if we announce all these cities, we get people's hopes up in essence. And then if we have to start moving things around, it becomes kind of a drag, right? It's like more, more bad COVID news. So we are kind of waiting and seeing on that, but we have, yeah, you know, in a, a local event planned, all, you know, most months of this year, we have a local or a growth event planned. Plan to do, continue to do microconf on air live streams every other week. So we'll do somewhere in 20, 26 of these. You know, sometimes there's holidays and such and we're traveling, but plan to keep doing that. And then microconf YouTube channel, youtube.com slash microconf. We've continued to double down on that. I believe we're approaching 11,000 subscribers. And not only do we put these live streams on them, not only do we put our in-person event um, you know, talks and recordings on there after it's, it's, there's several months of, of delay, but we, um, I've started recording some just kind of topical, um, topical YouTube videos that we're going to be putting out in the next couple of months where there's a specific topic like SAS KPIs, like everything you should know about SAS metrics and KPIs and just focus for like 10 minutes on that, you know? So it's kind of me in front of a camera teaching, which is something I haven't done in a while, but they, those have been super fun to uh, to record. So you should check, subscribe, youtube.com slash microconf if you're not already subscribed. Obviously, we're doing this accountability challenge in January, which I'm excited about. We have the State of Independent SAS report. Remember, we did the survey a couple months ago. We're going to do a report with the live stream for the third year in a row, and that's going to be in either late January or early February, depending on how things pan out. And lastly, we are doing mastermind matching every, I believe we do it every quarter-ish. And our next one's gonna be in February. We've gotten such positive feedback about our mastermind matching. And it's something that once COVID hit, we realized there, you know, we need to do more online, more virtual stuff because, you know, having run events for all these years, um, that was kind of what MicroConf was known for. And one of the really one of the things we had received a lot of requests for is how do I find a mastermind? And so producer Xander has really killed it in terms of setting up a process for getting folks together and getting them matched up with like-minded individuals at a similar stage in, you know, maybe similar but not competitive businesses. There's a whole science to it. Um, you should see the incredible like air table that uh, that <laughs> producer Xander is in when he's doing that. So mastermind matching, you can go to microconf mastermind. Dot com. I don't know if that's plural. I think it's microgrammasterminds.com. If you do want to set up to be, you know, sign up to be notified uh, next time we do a match, there is, uh, we do charge for this. Um, we feel like it provides a ton of value and we have had zero, um, zero people say, oh, you know, this is too much money uh, to, to basically be matched up with like-minded founders. And it, th this is the type of thing I've been talking about for more than a decade now. Um, if you search, if you go to startuptorestofus.com and search uh, mass startup mastermind. I believe the first time we talked about it was like 2012 and I had already been doing them since 2009 or 10. And these things changed the course of my business and of my professional career. And I feel like they can do the same for you. So it's actually a pleasure. You know, I, we talk often like the mission of microconf startups, the rest of us and tiny seed is to, you know, multiply the number of independent 
startups in the world. And we happen to focus on SaaS, but it's independent software companies in the world. That's the mission of, of all of those things, right? And micro, or Startups for Rest of Us is free and it's every week and it's in your earbuds and you subscribe. And MicroConf, we have all these offerings to help folks do it, including masterminds and in-person events. And then, you know, if you decide that it's a path to go down, then Tiny Seed can help you further with funding and, you know, the mentorship and the community and all that. But it's all under the same umbrella of, of doing that. And, um, that's why it's such a pleasure to be able to, you know, to, to offer things like masterminds that I know really make an impact and, uh, you know, make a difference for founders. So thank you so much for joining me today. Um, we are, let's see, tickets are on sale for microconf growth in 2022. That's in April in Minneapolis. You can go to microconfgrowth.com to register. It's, uh, April 3rd through 5th of this year. And if you're interested, we did just have a microconf remote focused on no code. So if you're interested in learning about how B2B SaaS and no code intersect, head over to microconfremote.com and you can get the videos, 30 bucks for six talks. As always, thank you to Hay and Stripe for being our headline partners. Um, if you're interested in sponsoring any of our microconf events or offerings, please reach out support at microconf.com. Thanks for joining me again this week. I'll be back in your earbuds this is what <laughs> I'll be back uh, in front of this camera in about two weeks um, with uh, another amazing guest or another show to uh, help you move your business forward. Thanks so much. See you then.